Hello, and welcome to another episode of Where is Helmet Anyway, the show where we talk about your favorite and not-so-favorite black sitcoms. I'm Jamie, and I'm here with my co-host... Robert. And we have our guest back, Jermaine. Welcome back, Jermaine. Glad to be here, guys. Yeah, so in today's episode, we're going back to our roots to talk about a different world, specifically season four, episode one, everything must change. And it continues the back and forth of the will they, won't they between Whitley and Dwayne. But before we get into this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about what we're watching right now. And I think all of us right now have watched the same thing. Yep. Uh, we saw that sequel to, to uh, Coming to America. Is that what they're calling it? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the title anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what did y'all think anyway? Um, it, it was it was absolutely going to be hard to top the first one. I think uh, a lot of people, unfortunately, went into the mindset of seeing something uh, comparable uh, as far as impact and comedic laughs and all that. It was just going to be too hard. But overall, I just marvel at how many people that they employed they, they you know they got that movie off and, and the set design the costumes were oh, stellar yeah. costumes, were awesome. costumes were stellar. yeah they were awesome I, I thought it was a great look and I, I know it's it's uh, you know kind of split back and forth between people hating on the movie and otherwise but i i, I dug it we need I, that right something lighthearted, not too heavy i thought it was cool yeah it definitely wasn't going to be able to capture the magic of the first one because like with the first one we're introduced to all these people so part of the Mm -hmm. magic of it was just meeting the people in the first place and all these different characters so there was no way that they were going to be able to recreate that so part of it was of course the plot was a little thin but it was fun i think it was fun um yeah i think that's a good way to describe it fun you know um I, there were definitely some some pretty good laugh out loud moments for me, and there are um, a few chuckles, more more than a few chuckles. You um, had straight laugh out loud. All right, maybe not. <laughs> it was mostly chuckles. Right. <laughs> so I'm like trying to think of like when did I like guffaw? Um, none. I, there, there might have, I, I might have had one. I feel like I had one, but I can't remember what it is. I can never remember those moments. Whenever, whenever I have to go back and look, it's like, oh yeah, that was really funny. Yeah. Um, but it was mostly chuckling. Um, like you said, set design and uh, costume design, fantastic. Um, plot, I thought it was a little bit too close to the original. Like it, it kind of. You know how sequels always do that. Like it's like, oh, we just made the first movie again. We just kind of updated it with a couple new characters and Hangover. updated jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For example, yeah. <laughs> um, I wish they had given the um, I can't remember the oldest daughter's name. I wish they had given her more screen time. Yeah. Because I knew I knew she was going to end up being the heir in the first place. I just right. thought she deserved more screen time rather than the guy. Yeah. Right. That would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah, overall, pretty good. Y'all should watch it. Yeah, not bad. So, on to today's show. Season 4, episode 1 of A Different World. Everything must change. Um, So, the synopsis of the episode is Whitley returns to school to discover that Dwayne has met someone over the summer and Colonel Taylor's son enrolls Mm -hmm. at Hillman. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> that was just Dwayne all over again from his freshman year right. so some of the characters in this episode um, we'll be going too far into these like character descriptions because hopefully you guys know these people um, there's Whitley, Dwayne, Kim and Freddie of course, Jaleesa, Ron Mr. Gaines Colonel Taylor, Kinu oh I forgot to put Terrence Colonel Taylor's son. And mm. the episode was written by Susan Fales and directed by Debbie Allen. All right. Right. So getting into the show, <laughs> we open with Whitley 
knocking on Dwayne's apartment door. He opens the door and greets her with a kiss. They talk about how they missed each other over the summer. Um, Dwayne was in Tokyo while Whitley was in Virginia. Um, Dwayne gives Whitley a gift of pearls and then he scoops her up and takes her into the bedroom. And this is when we find out that it was all a figment of Whitney's, Whitley's imagination. And she's <laughs> on a plane sitting between an old businessman and a nun. And she's been talking about this out loud, basically daydreaming out loud in between these two people. Embarrassing. It was, I had secondhand embarrassment from that. I'm like, oh my God, girl. <laughs> Now, did you believe it watching it like as it was opening up? Would you believe that that's really what was happening? Listen, um, they, they, they fooled me. Absolutely. Because really? if you can remember season three, there was some little, like I said, they're they going back and forth. And, and you know, we're, we finally made it here. I thought this was the one. <laughs> I thought we had finally made it. It had been off of the air for a while, just being the first episode, so we hadn't seen it, you know, in a month or two. Right. Mm -hmm. They they fooled me. They got me on that one. <laughs> got you. <laughs> but next scene, we're in Gilbert mm -hmm. Hall, and the lobby is full of people, and we see Ron Johnson hitting on women and inviting them to a party at his place. Um, one girl. As she's a freshman, she tells him that there's too many important things going on in the world to be thinking about partying right now. And then he runs into Walter, who has slimmed down. I wonder why do they have to talk about his weight? Because they do the same thing to Kim later. But like, yeah, it, he's like, I'm down 20 pounds. I think it's just uh, probably an antiquated way we looked at our images anyway. I mean, mm -hmm. we still kind of do it now, but you know, it, it just, it's like something that we always seem to have to do. It's just like a lot of shows in the early, well, not just, yeah, in the early 90s for sure, like they always talked about skin color and skin tone, you know, how that always came back up. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it just, that's that's just my theory. I don't know for sure. Right. So Walter is collecting food for his new program, Operation Outreach. And we, if you remember later in the season, Operation Outreach becomes real important. But um, one of the funniest parts of this, and I didn't, was that um, Walter, while talking about getting smaller and losing weight, he was talking about all the women that he was dating and in walks this girl in like the early 90s spandex crop top and spandex biking shorts and she's like here's your i don't know if it was his keys or something she's like here's your keys walter and he was like thanks pillow <laughs> and ron was like oh pillow but here's the thing so i'm watching the end of the show and the credits are on and the girl's name is pillow <laughs> Spelled P I L L O W. Yes, it oh, wow. comes up in the credits at the end. Wow, I didn't even notice it. <laughs> so she must have been like uh, I don't know, an exotic dancer or something back then. Maybe it was like an inside joke. And people who knew who she was. Probably. I've never seen her face before. Yeah. Uh. Me <laughs> so <laughs> in the next scene, we're checking in on Freddie and Kim and uh, Freddie is showing Kim pictures of her summer vacation and Kim is not trying to see it until Freddie pulls out this picture of uh, this guy's Afro and explains that that was Nelson Mandela and she got to see him speak. Yeah. Um, Whitley comes in the room followed by the nerdy freshman Terrence, who's offering to marry her. He's just going around. You see him throughout the episode, just going up to random people like, marry me, help me, marry me. <laughs> it was the most desperate thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what is he doing in the female dorm on the first day anyway? What is, what is he doing there? Well, you know that um, um, Gilbert Hall went co-ed. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. in the last, um, in, in season three, Gilbert Hall went co-ed, and that was when um, Walter and Jaleesa were having that 
Oh, you're <laughs> Walter and Jaleesa were having that conflict because he was the dorm director and she was the RA, plus they were dating. And mm-hmm. it was just a big old thing. And Walter was treating the, the guys different than the girls, Quincy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just finished watching this. So I <laughs> okay. Clearly. But oh, I, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the girl shoe Terrence away. Um, Whitley was supposed to be living off campus in an apartment, but for some reason she just didn't pay the security deposit and was mad that the landlord let her apartment go. Can you believe he gave away my apartment just right. because I didn't <laughs> give the security deposit? So now she has nowhere to stay, but she's more concerned about freshening up to go see Dwayne. Dwayne. Right, and I think this is like the first time that she's actually admitted that she liked him. So yeah. the girls are shocked. Um, and Willie had, because Willie's been playing this game with him for two years. Mm-hmm. And at the end of last season, she was with that grad student, Julian. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And over the summer, he went to go visit her and she felt like all he did was criticize her. So she they broke up. So now she's going to go see Dwayne and she puts on this tight orange dress. Now, let me ask you guys, because both y'all went to HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Did y'all know anyone that dressed this formal on campus? Because <laughs> like Whitley was always um, wearing suits. May- maybe after refund day. <laughs> no, they, they look good. I mean, they, they all did. Uh, Pretty much at all. I mean, Ron would 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 really dress up. Willie always looked good. You know, I mean, that it, it's kind of an atypical uh, experience, actually. But you know, they're on TV. I mean, I, you know, it's not, she wasn't going to have a, a ball cap on and and a, a nappy wig. I mean, we understand. Right, but oh, were y'all yeah. were they wearing stuff like that on your campus? No, it not was, at all. It, I, Every once in a while, I mean, you know, it's, people would dress up and. Um, but I, I tell you what, though, I, I did um, real quick. I, I, I briefly took some uh, brick and mortar classes at, at uh, Norfolk State, and uh, this new generation of kids—they do dress, you know. <laughs> maybe not in the '90s, but right. uh, nowadays, you see them, you know, looking good. They, they really do it, going to class every day. So, uh, oh, wow. ahead so, of her time, maybe. Was that in the 2010s? Yes. Oh wow! Yeah. So how was it you in probably, the 2000s, Robert? <laughs> Well, I mean, I would say that yes. You probably just didn't notice because you were in the music department. A right, lot that's why I'm asking y'all. I was not. I never came out the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On campus, like people going to class, like you didn't. Most people. Well, I'm not gonna say most people, but a lot, a good majority of people didn't go to class looking any kind of way, especially women. Like you, it wasn't anything to see a girl walking around in heels and stuff. I wouldn't say they used to dress like Whitley because Whitley used to have on like business suits. Um, But yeah, they wouldn't have on anything like that. But, you know, they definitely made themselves up before they went to class. And I suppose now Jermaine is saying they're wearing like full club attire to class. Sometimes. But also, we got to remember Whitley wasn't going to class. She was going to get her man. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll tell y'all at my school, there was no dressing up till it was time to eat dinner. So you would roll out, go to class in your sweats and sweatpants and sweatshirt. And then uh, once you got back at night, before you went to D Hall in the evening, that's when you would change <laughs> to look nice. I can't believe y'all bothered to change. <laughs> what you mean? You had to show them that you had clothes that we all bought from the same place because there was only one mall. <laughs> <laughs> but you had to show that because everybody saw you look well no we didn't see each other all day right yeah, so you true. would wear whatever you wanted to wear when you went to class with the other folks but when you knew you were going to see all of us together in the after mm-hmm. in the evenings we dressed to impress yeah i get it <laughs> <laughs> to go to d hall but see it but since you went since we went to an hbcu we were we saw each other all the time. All so. day, right? Exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly. So if you want to get your man, you got to dress up. No, I'm just playing. Not everybody <laughs> goes to school to get a man. Okay. So, um, so she tells Kim and Fred, this is, this was really ridiculous. Whitley tells Kim and Freddie about all the letters that Dwayne wrote her over the summer. And she was like, and I wrote him the most beautiful letters back. And Freddie says, well, oh, that's so sweet. Y'all corresponded. And Whitley's like, well, not really, because I didn't send mine. <laughs> it's like, it's all part of the, this crazy game. Right. In true Whitley fashion, right? Doesn't that seem like something she would do? Yeah. Right. She, even she had says, that kind of ego. She even <laughs> says, men are like dogs. They are most faithful to those who keep them panting. So uh, are y'all, y'all, that works for y'all? Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that we're trying to play against that uh, Southern Belle trope and, and courting a woman and, and Whitley's old fashioned and old South yeah. uh, sort of thing they tried to incorporate in there, but yeah, even even back then, I was kind of looking at that kind of sideways. Right. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, there's no guy that just wants to keep running after somebody for forever for two years. Yeah. And then he sends you letters over the summer, and you nothing. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. Th that's the same things. Now you send some text messages, and they never get answered. Well, you know what it is. <laughs> you let you left on red. Right. <laughs> So like word, word. now Whitley is at Dwayne's apartment for real this time. He opens the door, gives her a hug, and is like, oh, it's my girl. And she's like, that's right, your girl. <laughs> <laughs> and she takes that as a good sign. So, you know, they're talking and catching up. And Whitley tells Dwayne that her and Julian broke up. And he's like, oh, well, who's the new guy? And she was like, well, you will like him. But again, she's still playing this game. Mm -hmm. So then <laughs> she asked him if he brought her anything back from Tokyo. And that's when a woman pops out the back, from the back room and is like, what would you like for me to do with these boxers? <laughs> and that is uh, Dwayne's new girlfriend Kinu mm -hmm. but I always wondered like how many bedrooms did they have in that apartment just the one that's what I thought only one so who slept in there who did it Dwayne took the bedroom he paid more rent was that a I didn't remember that in the episode I'm pretty sure that happened because I I remember I re well I I take I take I read let me retcon that a little bit I'm not sure that he paid more rent but I remember him having problems with Ron paying the rent they definitely yes. had problems with Ron paying the bills so yes. I think and I think Dwayne took that was like you don't pay the bills you don't get no bedroom right so, that was after <laughs> um again this is for me just finishing the series that was in mm -hmm. season five when um after ron was supposed to have graduated and his dad cut him off okay so uh -huh. in this uh this is seen his senior year so he's still getting that car dealership money but mm -hmm. it's like sometimes ron would become i guess that maybe they both kept their clothes back there and that's possible <laughs> <laughs> that's possible and we never saw anybody sleeping on the cat hey wait a minute I just saw an ep ep okay. So in preparing for this, I've watched the episode a bunch of times, but I also went back and watched the um the end of season three. Because mm -hmm. I always like how they come like they use it just like a summer break. Um their breaks in the summer hiatus. Yeah. And they're like coming back for summer. So I was like, let me see what happened before the summer break. And that was the episode where um, Dwayne was being inducted. He was becoming a Phi Beta Kappa. Mm -hmm. And um, they threw a party. And there was a girl who was asleep on the couch the next day when Dwayne's mom came and found a girl asleep on the couch. So... Mm -hmm. I said all that to say, if the girl fell asleep on the couch and was there the next morning, where did Ron or Dwayne sleep? 
question. These are some uncomfortable questions. I, I, yeah, I they know. are. <laughs> I never considered this until just now. Wow. Questions yeah. that need answers. I'm 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 assuming Ron slept somewhere in the common area, though. I'm just I just I don't because there's almost no time where Ron got it over on Dwayne. Like there, well, <laughs> it happened a couple times, but it's rare. Right. So, what did you guys think about um, Kinu? Um, I like the character. I mean, she was she seemed like she was really good for Dwayne. Oh, you like her? I mean, she was okay. Ugh. I never, I never liked her. What did she do to you? I just don't like her. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so you were Team Whitley, huh? Well, kind of, but not really. I just maybe just didn't like, I don't know. I just think she was too, too, she made herself at home real quick. That's your I, first I they, they, they probably wrote her that way. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I think, um, I think she was, you know, she was uh, nice looking. Um, and I, I was rooting for Dwayne. You know what I mean? He, he, he got right. a one. Um, I didn't mind Kenu. I, I think what they ultimately did to her was kind of foul. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. You're right. It was. <laughs> so Whitley, of course, is shocked to see her. And this begins the trope of her not being able to say Kinu's name. Kika no no. Right. <laughs> Kikukula. <laughs> so Kinu is a junior at Avery. And this. And which is 20 minutes up the street from Hillman. And that kind of gives the comparison because some people also think that Hillman is like, is Norfolk State. Which would also, yeah. I mean, doesn't really fit either, but the relationship between Avery and Hillman would be like Norfolk State to, to ODU. Old Dominion yeah. University for you guys not from Virginia. Isn't Avery a real school though? Avery. Is not here. I got to Google it. Maybe may there's, online there's, there's an A Brit. There's an A Brit. That's your. That's Avery. what you're thinking. Oh, I'm sorry. Emory. Yeah. Emory is the school Emory. that's here. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. The one that's here. I don't know Avery. A Brit uh, is like near my hometown. It's like near Danville. <laughs> How big is that school? Um, it is a university, but it's not a really big one. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You see? Yeah. Um, exactly so um, then Ron comes in, and we find out that he spent the summer selling cars at his dad's dealership, bought himself a drum set. <laughs> um, Whitley leaves in such a hurry that she forgets her gifts, and Dwayne runs after her to give them to her. She's obviously upset, but she tries to play it off. And she tells Dwayne, thanks for thinking of her. And tell, he tells her that he thought a lot about her over the summer. He wrote her letters and she never wrote back. So he felt like he should back off because he never had a chance. And she still refuses to tell him how she really feels. Games. But sometimes I feel like, you know, if there were no games, there would be no sitcoms. Absolutely. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And it gets frustrating from time to time. <laughs> and also, was uh, Dwayne playing dumb a little bit in that scene? What do you mean? A little bit. Like, he he's oblivious to her feelings, and you, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't, they didn't really discuss it at that time. Was he, was he, well, right. not gloating, but. If he, you know, if it was, re if he was real, he would have noticed that she was acting funny. And he would have known why. You know what? Um, I think I think you're right. I think he what he was being oblivious on purpose because of a later part in the episode that comes up. Oh, uh, okay. Well, remember yeah. to bring that back. Cause... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So back in Gilbert Hall, Walter and Colonel Taylor are seeing each other for the first time since the summer, and Colonel Taylor <laughs> asks Walter if he's met his son yet. <laughs> <laughs> and Walter starts complaining about all the goofy freshmen coming in this year. Um, one girl scheduled her classes around Oprah, which he thought was crazy. Um, my college roommate scheduled her classes around Days of Our Lives. Wow. 
<laughs> in real life? Yes. <laughs> yes. Which was fine with never. me because she didn't really watch TV except for at one o'clock every single day. Every other time I could watch whatever I wanted. So I was like, fine. Watch you had a, um, a, a civilian um, roommate like that, that wasn't uh, a member of the band also? Oh, no, she was in band. I've known her. I knew her since fifth grade. Oh, Plaza. Okay. She didn't go to Green. She went to PA. Gotcha. Yeah, she didn't go to Green. I just assume that with that, that practice, I don't assume to know what your practice schedule was, but you guys, you know, kind of stay on the same schedule. Is We were, and it's nothing like an HBCU schedule. I bet. At all. If our um, schedule in the book said band practice was from three to 4.30, it was from 3 to 4.30, and that was it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Must be nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> that no, was no, it. no 6 to 10, or actually 6 to you get it right? No. Right. <laughs> nope. That was it. It was literally, well, it might have been like 4, maybe 3.30 to 5.30, I think, maybe something like that. And it would be where we had a regular schedule. If it was it was Monday through Friday, if there was a game on Saturday, we would have sectionals on Monday, and then rehearsal the rest of the week, and then practice Saturday morning, and then um, the game. But I don't understand why we do it. I, I I still don't get it. I don't understand why we do it, but we all do it. Like I don't know why. Because they're thinking they were they were so afraid. And then the other thing too is I didn't understand. Well, I thought the practices were inefficient. Y'all's practices That's were inefficient. True. And a lot of it, you know, we, I mean, Jermaine, you remember, we had our dots. <laughs> 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 so JMU, they gave you your, you knew where your spot was. You'd go find the next page and you did it yourself. I mean, I guess you guys had like um, a list of commands or I don't know how it worked, how y'all learned. They gave, uh, they gave us charts. Um, usually they only gave them to the squad leaders though. We, mm -hmm. Like they wouldn't waste time printing everybody a chart most of the time. And I thought that because it was so easy for you guys to learn your spots since they, since your moves had names that you would think that it wouldn't take <laughs> as long as us where we got like 300 individual spots and we're learning a new show every week with all these different, um, sets where you guys, I don't know. One would think there's only like eight maneuvers, but yet somehow people can't get them right half the time. It's like, bruh, it's the same thing. Just do this move instead of this move. It's not hard. <laughs> it's not hard. Yeah. But to get back to it, yeah, my roommate, yeah. she was in the band with me, so we didn't have any issues with, but like I said, also, I knew her, so it wasn't like we'd have those roommate issues of can't leave her in my room without, and no electronics to steal back then. If you was running out with a computer, it was huge. We gonna see this. <laughs> <laughs> because we definitely left our doors unlocked all the time in my dorm. We never locked our doors. Both dorms. Good old Harrisonburg. <laughs> so then Walter starts talking about this one fresh freshman that acts like he's never seen a weird woman before. And they call him Pee Wee Hormone. <laughs> and it turns out that that's Terrence and Terrence is Colonel Taylor's son yeah and he figured that out real quick he was like you say he's a little scrawny kid right <laughs> he knows his child but it's crazy that once he got there his daughter never came back I wonder why there's a lot of yeah, things I that don't... happen on this show that they don't they just don't talk about how many episodes before hearing say again what's that how many episodes did she appear in? Like three. Not a lot. Yeah. Two or three before okay. they broke up. <laughs> was it? Was that all? It, it felt like it felt like no more than like four, but. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. that many, but it was, um, you know, spread out over time. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I know she was she was on the show long enough to establish that they had a relationship, and then they ended up breaking up. Right. But after that, she was just never mentioned again. They mentioned he meant like Colonel Taylor mentioned her like once or twice. And okay. like I said, lots of stuff happens in this show where you just, not lots of stuff, but things happen where you just don't know 
Yeah. Or they use people twice. I mean, use people over and over again. Yeah, like the same actor as a different character. Yeah, because I just need to know. Jaleesa wasn't in the last season, but her and Taylor, her and Colonel Taylor had got married in season five. Out of and nowhere, had a child. Which they didn't explain. <laughs> then they had a baby. And then she just wasn't there for the last season. So I had to look that up. And it turns out she wasn't there because she was doing um, hanging with Mr. Cooper, hanging with Mr. Cooper, but they didn't explain it in the show at all. Yeah, like, they just didn't mention her again. Yeah, he never said Jaleesa's <laughs> at home with a baby or, you know, Jaleesa couldn't be here today. They just never said anything. It was kind of weird. Kind so, of weird. Anyway, now we are at the pit with Ron and his brothers of Kappa Lambda New doing a step show. Um, Robert. Yeah. Did you look at the step they did? I did. I watched it. So. Are you asking me to critique it? <laughs> I just wanted to know, like, I always thought the loose neck thing was a KK Psy thing. Yeah, as far as I know, I've never seen anybody else do it other than KK Psy and uh, these and guys. Capital M to do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time I've ever seen that happen. I was like, Whoa. you're in the fraternity, uh, also, um, Jermaine. Had you ever heard anybody uh, do that? I, I mean, I mean, it, it, it is. Uh, you got to ask yourself the question, like, who they have consulting on that show, and uh, you know, was that. That uh, consultant, you know, a member of uh, Cap Kappa Psi, perhaps. Uh, I don't know how they snuck that in there. Because <laughs> oh, I want to know, yeah. like, how long have they been? Because um, this is from, like, what, 92 or something, 91 or something like that. Yeah. I'm trying to they were doing it at that point. You said KK Psi would have been doing it back then? Uh huh. Yeah, That's no doubt. Funny. That's really interesting to me. Yeah. Because um, I just, um, like I said, I'd never heard. Well, I'd never like Jermaine said, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go. Oh, like Jermaine said, it really does depend on who was, who was consulting. Um, it could be, it's also possible in some cases, like they, it might've been somebody just liked it. Maybe that whoever was, that was um, consulting might have just liked that hop and wanted to throw that in there, right? Because because I it didn't really look like KK Sai when they did it, but oh, that's not how they do it. Not if you ask me. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna play this scene right now, and we're gonna see how this comes out. And if not, hope we'll edit this out. If it's good, we'll leave it in. Here sure. it is. Can y'all hear? Nope. Oh. <laughs> okay, never mind then. <laughs> That's uh a lot of sites do that for copyright purposes. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so that's not gonna work. But yeah, I just thought that was really interesting for them to. Uh, did when you were in school, Jermaine was KK size stepping on your campus? Absolutely. Oh, they did. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't know anything about that until I got to Norfolk State. We had KK Sci and TBS at JMU, but they did not do those things. <laughs> uh, it, it's funny you mention that. I didn't know that. Uh... Uh, Cap Cap Asai actually existed on uh, PWIs. For oh, example. really? I, I thought it was absolutely an HBCU thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just straight That's believable. Service, service fraternity and sorority. Like they were the ones that that uh, set up the field bef um, for the shows. They gave us our after halftime drink. <laughs> All that stuff that we did as support staff, Robert. That was KKSI mm -hmm. and TBS at uh, JMU. I had no idea they had colors because at JMU, KK Psy would have a shirt, like they have shirts with letters with all different kinds of colors. It didn't matter. Yeah, they- Flowers uh, on it and flowers in the letters, like what, I had no idea that they had all that's that something. That's something they do. 
And you know what I mean when I say they? Because it happens <laughs> in Fami Alpha as well. Ah, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I had no clue. I got to Norfolk State and I was like, whoa, because I I was thinking about joining KKSI mm-hmm. at JMU. And I asked them, would I have been uh, accepted at Norfolk State? And they were like, accepted as a member of KKSI? Yes. Accepted as a member of our chapter here? No. <laughs> Not really, because <laughs> there's TBS. So like I understand that, but it's not the same. I don't know. That I, I never did it. I Wait a minute. You you could have been KKSI at JMU. KKSI is co-ed. Both are co-ed. Oh wow! You guys are blowing my mind again. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. KK. Oh, and for you guys that, that are listening, I'm sorry if you're not banned, folks. Kappa Kappa Psi and Ta Beta Sigma are banned fraternities and sororities, and they are service sororities and fraternities that um, you know they service music and the band. But at HBCUs, they kind of also function as. Well, they're not Divine Nine, but they participate in step shows and wear their shirts and colors and things like that. So this is different coming from different schools. It's interesting. So were there random step shows? Um, yeah, like what they did. Yeah, things like that happen. Yeah, um, the, like for example, you know, there sometimes They'll have a block like a block show where all everybody gets together, like like everybody does a show. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely times where we do like impromptu shows, like because we we have stuff that we just you know bring to when we go to campuses and stuff like that. Um, so if we, there's we just know, a bunch like, of y'all together, then y'all will just start stepping. Yeah, sure. Jermaine, y'all too. It could go down any moment. Yeah, <laughs> it could go down. I mean, you know, you you work hard for your letters, you get them, and, um, you know, you're not bashful about about having them. And sometimes, like Robert was saying, an impromptu step can just get set out. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and and for recruiting, I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons, you know, a a step might go off. But um, so, yeah, it was absolutely within uh, believability for uh, Ron and his brothers to be, you know, setting one out at at the pit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was basically their student union. So, and that's the perfect <laughs> right. place to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Until um, the last season where they open up the new, the new dorm, when then everything oh, yeah. happens in the lobby of the new dorm, which is so weird. <laughs> they you do know, all I, kinds I'm of pro- shows. And- I'm pretty sure that was because of like budgetary reasons, like right. the show's budgetary <laughs> reasons. <laughs> so, so yeah. we're in the pit, and um, Jalisa comes in all fancy in her business suit, and um, Kim and Freddie are already seated and eating. They ask Jalisa about her new job, and she thinks that after a week she's killing it. And Freddie reminds her to stay black, my sister. <coughs> so, what? <sighs> the origin of Freddie. It's interesting to me that Jaleesa being from New Jersey, where I'm sure there's a better job market than Hillmantown, Virginia. Like, why didn't she go back home? Like, to work? Wasn't she still in school? No, she point? graduated. So she this was her first real job. Oh, you know, I, th- I, I don't know. Some For some reason, I thought she was, like, in grad school. Mm-mm. Uh, she got her okay. um her real job and she stayed there and she's just working but that still could be going for any back reason. to campus to hang out that was the odd part <laughs> now that you tell me that <laughs> she's the old head not even in school going back to campus i can see how that happened that could happen at like a norfolk state or something like that but like to see that that would not happen at a jmu in the middle of nowhere I know right. people yeah, that yeah. stayed, but yeah, yeah. we're not going back to campus to eat. Right. 
that's just oh well i i do want to i mean i'm i I think that that's true but i do wonder because we don't know exactly where the pit is in relation to the location on campus like i assume based on how things were happening that it was in the center of campus but it's entirely possible that maybe it was on the outskirts of campus and it was a place that you could go grab something maybe that's just one possibility (laughs) (laughs) i'm just I'm could just saying. be, could be. So, uh, Mr. Gaines g- greets Jaleesa and the girls. Oh, J- Mr. Gaines greets Jaleesa and the girls, and then congratulates Kim on her weight loss. So again, there. I mean, but I guess I'll give them the benefit of the doubt when you see people when you come back from summer break and you see people and they look different. You will say something. And I guess you will congratulate, even though I never thought Kim was big. She was just bigger than me. Yeah. I think that might have been their way of just giving the actress herself props for, you know, and they just want to address it. And they they felt like, uh, you know, maybe people would have some question marks if they just, you know, pretended. didn't say anything at that time. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah. So Jaleesa asked the girls about Whitley and they told her that she went over to Dwayne's to tell, to finally tell him how she feels. Then Whitley walks into the pit dejected. She tells them about (laughs) Kinu and Freddie asks if she's Japanese and Whitley runs down all the girl stats. (laughs) She's like five, nine, thick ankles, no bust. big hips like she just runs down this whole big old list and then she's like but i don't know i really didn't see her <laughs> it's a blur right and then who shows up kinu and Dwayne. see this is another thing that made me not like kinu because <laughs> he introduces her to the group everyone of course um speaks to her but then I think was it Freddie that asked her to say something in Japanese? No, Dwayne told her to say something in Japanese. Ah, uh, Dwayne told her to say something in Japanese, and then she mm-hmm. says this inappropriate thing that makes them have to leave early because Dwayne's like, "Oh, we gotta go." Why would you say that in front of them? Even if we didn't know what you were saying, you had to say something like that. You could have said, "Hello, nice to meet you guys." So you didn't like her because of that, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right, but no, no. We gotta, we gotta put that at Dwayne's doorstep. He could have said, you know, she said, "Hey, isn't it nice weather here?" And no one in the back of his head, she says something. Right, risque. Put that on Dwayne. <laughs> yeah. Right, she didn't have to be like that in front of everyone. She was like, "Hello, I'm Kinu." <laughs> oh my God, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might. I think you might have a Whitley, a Whitley complex. On right. this one. I don't know. <laughs> so then, when Dwayne and Kinu leave, Whitley gets mad at the girls for talking to them. She thinks that Dwayne wasn't loyal to her, but Kim and Freddie remind her that it's her own fault that she's not with Dwayne. And Whitley gets upset and tries to leave, except she remembers that she has no place to go, so she's gonna get a room at, ho- at a hotel. But Freddie's like, no, you can't be by yourself at a time like this. Jaleesa, don't you have an extra room? (laughs) (laughs) She just offers up Jaleesa's second bedroom. So Whitley's like, oh, thank you so much, Jaleesa. Where do you live? She gives her the address, and it's the same building as Dwayne. So Whitley's like, no thanks. (laughs) But then the very next scene is Whitley knocking on Jaleesa's door. So, right. Of course, like... Jaleesa opens the door and then slams it in her face. <laughs> like their relationship has been like that since the beginning. It has. Yeah. Remember, like they could never stand each other, but they were like frenemies. Yeah. It's like the friends that that don't like each other, but you're still friends. And it's like there's so many other people on campus. Y'all didn't have to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> they had the same friend group though so it's like but i hang out with these people and they hang out with her so true 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 i guess i'll swallow that pill right, right. and they all live together yeah all right so willie's begging on the other side of the door please 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 jaleesa please 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 jaleesa <laughs> and 
Of course, Jaleesa softens up, lets her stay for a few days. Um, Whitley tells Jaleesa that she knows she messed up with Dwayne and that if she ever gets another chance, she's going to go for it. So Whitley goes out on the fire escape or the terrace, as she called it, with her champagne that she got from Dwayne earlier. That was one of his gifts from Japan. Of course, she gets outside and she hears Kinu and Dwayne canoodling. And she decides to shake up the champagne bottle, goes over to them and sprays them both with the champagne. <laughs> and that is the end of the episode. It was so childish. It was so childish. <laughs> and then of so course she can't um go she can't they're not gonna show anything after that because how do you come back from that? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, that does remind me of the point that I brought earlier. Um, remember, I said like Dwayne might have been acting oblivious on purpose. Uh huh. Um, there was a scene. Uh, we didn't talk about this scene, but there was another scene where she went back to Dwayne's apartment. There, there's a there's a point where she goes back to Dwayne's apartment, and you know, remember it. Okay, and <laughs> I don't remember. Oh well, she ba- she basically says, um. You know, these summer flings can, um, you know, I know how these summer flings can be. They can make you happy or whatever. And then he was like, hey, don't don't talk. Don't don't start that. And she's like, don't start. what he, She was like, I just mean he's like, I know what you meant. It's just no, that's not what this is. This is a serious relationship. It's also possible that I'm, that I'm mixing up episode two because I watched it immediately afterward. So oh, I think it's that's possible. I, it's, I could be doing that. I think it was all right. <laughs> Word. Okay. So I tried right. not to go ahead because I knew I would get a little uh, confused. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, so what uh, was your favorite? What was your favorite show moment? My favorite moment was um, the flashback scene with Whitley at the very beginning, because because like I said, um, we just watched Dwayne. You know, from his freshman year, I assume, just, you know, con- continually play himself with this woman. And he finally had made it over the hump, or so I thought. I'm like, yes, you know, the brother finally made it to the promised land. They, they made it happen. And then, you know, they yanked the rug out from under me. But, you know, initially, <laughs> that, that was probably my favorite moment of the episode. All right. All right. Robert? Baby, please. Um. <laughs> By the way, that would just absolutely get somebody stomped out. I just want everybody to know that. Like, don't come to my wedding talking about some baby, please. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they just left. That's so crazy. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, but I think, well, I guess it's not a specific moment, um, but I, it was just hilarious to me how, like, Ron kept coming at Whitley, and she just kept shooting him down <laughs> it was just everything she would say to him was just super funny like i just thought it was yeah um yes yeah, so that's probably my favorite part of the episode can, can i just say that it made me mildly uncomfortable uh, ron keeps shooting at whitley like that like no i feel you that's your homie like you know yeah. what, what are y'all doing like what you know I don't know. It's yeah, kind of violation code. Was there man code in the nineties? I'm not sure, but uh, <laughs> it looked like it was in violation of that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is kind of messed up because he knows that Dwayne had a thing for her, but I think Everybody Ron would knew. say that he had a thing for her first. Right. That that yeah. seems appropriate. That seemed like what he would say as well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And my favorite moment is the beginning of Whitley not being able to pronounce Kinu's name. She knew that girl's name. Of course. <laughs> she had to show that disrespect by uh, Kikukula. That's that disrespect. That's why I don't understand why you hate no Kinu so much. <laughs> she didn't belong there. She didn't go to that school. Leave. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, that's a, the same thing happened at JMU too. Because we would, um, once you got tired of the f- few black people that were on our campus, we went went on over to the small Division three school up the street. <laughs> Sounds about right. To talk to the football players over there. Sounds about so, right. That's everybody does it. Everybody does it. I'm sure there were guys 
at Norfolk State that would that only wanted to talk to ODU girls. I'm sure there were too. In fact, I know there were. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, on a scale of one to five, this should be easy. Oh wait, I forgot which way the scale goes. <laughs> oh. I can't remember. I guess five would be the best. Let's do it like five mics. Yeah. <laughs> five would be the best. Uh, one to five, is this binge worthy? The series. I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> you of already know what my answer is going to be. We made a whole show based <laughs> off of it. It's binge worthy. I think I finished it in like three or four, three weeks. Yeah, and I think I might start it again. I might try to go back to, to episode one. I started in three. I started in season three. You don't mean, you season don't mean one. season one. Yeah, I might torture myself and go back and see. Why would you ever do something like that? I don't know. Binge worthy, Jermaine. Uh, it's absolutely so classic. It's it's uh, I think it's required viewing for anybody under the age of twenty five that you know, obviously wasn't there the first time it came out. They have to go back and watch it. Um, Got to. And there's value in us, you know, us older folks, you know, Robert excluded, and going back <laughs> and watching it also, you know, <laughs> brings up all those memories again. It was great. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So, um, next we're supposed to announce what we're watching next, but I don't know yet. Anybody have any ideas? Yeah. Throw something out. Oh, I feel like I gave out all my ideas. <laughs> There's so many sitcoms. There are. There are. Okay. Uh, so we'll 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 take a look. And you guys will know what the next episode is because you'll see it come up. <laughs> <laughs> you'll know when you see it once we decide which one we're going to do next. But for now, this has been season four, episode one of A Different World. Everything must change. And we see that lots of stuff has changed. Wonder what's going to happen next. If you don't know, you should go watch it. So Robert... Where would you like to be found? You can find me on Twitter at Chili7, C-H-I-L-L-Y-V-I-I. Um, yeah, I'll be there. And of course, the Where is Hillman page as well. Yep, at Where is Hillman on Twitter. That's where we can be found. Jermaine? Um, you can catch me on Instagram at Grumpy Old Soul, Soul spelled S-O-L-E. Uh, slide on my DMs y'all let me know how far we were off on this <laughs> so the sneakers yeah I'm, I'm a reformed sneakerhead uh, I'm better now but I, I just kept the IG name uh, smart All right, sometimes y'all. you gotta retire from the game <laughs> <laughs> alright we'll see y'all on our next episode thank you so much for listening goodbye